how do you embrace emerging technology to survive a mass extinction? I'm Tanya Hall, and joining me is Tom Siebel, author and CEO at C3.ai. Welcome, Tom. Thank you. What is C3.ai known for? C3.ai is a computer software company, and we have built a software suite that enables our customers that are typically in aerospace or manufacturing or banking, financial services, uh, to design, develop, provision, and operate industrial scale artificial intelligence and AI applications. You authored a new book, Digital Transformation, Survive and Thrive in an Era of Mass Extinction. What motivated you to write this book? Well, in the last decade, uh, as I travel around the way I do, visiting chief executive officers of companies in Shanghai and Rome and Paris, New York, Chicago, um, I increasingly heard this term, digital transformation, bandied about as a uh, strategic corporate imperative. And I became curious as to what these people were talking about. I'm thinking, you know, digital transformation as opposed to what? Analog transformation? And so um, having, you know, spent the last decade um, in discussions with some of the world's leading CEOs on this subject, um, I did some work to kind of collect my thoughts and, um, you know, you know, <clears throat> clearly define what in fact these people are talking about. So the book um, that we have here, it, it, it discusses the confluence of four technologies and how they're disrupting the, the 21st century business and government. What are those four disruptive technologies? Yeah, it's clear that as we power into the 21st century, we have a step function of new technologies that are changing everything about um, communication technology, information technology, business, and the way that we run businesses. And those technologies include elastic cloud computing, big data, the internet of things, and artificial intelligence. And at the convergence of those technologies, we're able to solve classes of problems that were pre previously unsolvable. We are certainly reaping the benefits of cloud computing today. How might widespread 5G coupled with cloud contribute to an industry segments being disrupted? How, how might that happen? Well, I mean, 5G is just going to accelerate this process of digital transformation of people adopting these new classes of applications uh, in the air that look like, you know, at the convergence of these technologies, um, you know, we see in this. Uh, pretends an, an entire replacement market for everything we've done in enterprise application software in the last three decades. Why do you use the term renaissance on a chapter devoted to artificial intelligence? Have we been here before? Well, AI is not a new idea. This is an idea that goes back to, you know, the middle of the last century. And, uh, you know, much has been bandied about going back to, you know, Marvin Minsky at MIT and before that. And, you know, there's been many fits and starts, but we went through a long 
kind of AI winter where really nothing happened after a lot of almost, I would say 30 years, where 30, 40 years, where virtually nothing happened after a lot of promise. And now as we get into the first quarter of the 21st century, I mean, we are clearly seeing a renaissance where now, you know, we, you know, and I think due to the, the realization of AI was constrained by the limitation and high cost of computing and memory resources, okay, and the, the inability to deal with these big data problems. Now with the cloud, we have infinite computing capacity, infinite storage capacity, and, you know, infinitely scalable, available for basically for free. And uh, so we're able to really realize the social, economic, uh, envir and environmental benefits of artificial intelligence to solve, you know, very, very real business, human, and social problems. Regarding government, you spend a lot of time discussing military and strategic applications of AI. Compare for us the differing, uh, the differing approaches that the United States and China are taking with artificial intelligence. Well, I think AI changes everything. It changes everything about banking, about the power grid, about uh, digital oil fields, um, um, uh, how we entertain ourselves, how we communicate, but it also changes the nature of war. And so it's clear that, you know, we probably are engaged, well engaged today in what the next front will be. The next two fronts of war will be in cyber war and in space. Uh, as it relates to, you know, AI, you know, as Alexander Putin uh, said in, uh, in um, uh, Sochi, he said, you know, whoever wins the, the battle on it, whoever wins the war on AI dominates the world. And I think it's true, and it's not going to be the Soviet Union. Uh, the, you know, so there's clearly a, it's kind of open warfare right now between China and the United States to see who dominates. Uh, China is going at the, after this is very much a command and control, top-down totalitarian state. Um, and the United States is going at this in kind of its very messy uh, free market uh, uh, capitalist way. And I think this is going to be a test of the two systems, but this is not a battle, this is not a war that we want to lose. Uh, the consequences are, um, you know, the, the stakes are big. I think whoever, whoever does dominate AI is, will be the dominant military power on the planet. In the book, you offer a CEO action plan, if you will, for implementing digital transformation. But by now, if a medium to large enterprise business hasn't already started down that path, is it too late? Oh, no, it's not too late. I think we're in the, you know, you know, we're the first part of the first inning of what is going to be a big game. And so we have lead you know, with We have some leaders that are out in front. I think companies like Cat, companies like 3M in Europe, Royal Dutch Shell, Enel, NG. Um, and then we have some, some, you know, parts of the military, uh, the secretary of the army is, you know, Ryan McCarthy is very, committed to this. Um, the Secretary of the Air Force, Heather Wilson, is very committed to the use of AI. And so there are, there, there are leaders. Uh, but no, it's not too late. I think this is a, as it relates to adopting 
you know, elastic cloud computing, AI, big data, and IoT, uh, I think this year will be a mandate uh, going forward and companies that survive will adopt this generation of technology, but it's not too late. I mean, this is, a, this is gonna unfold over the next, say, two decades. And it's a, it's a, it represents a, you know, a very significant opportunity. At the same time, it represents a very, a very real threat for those who do not transform. Completely agree. When implementing digital transformation, you advise picking your partners carefully. Do you, or I guess I should say, how do you identify the attributes of a digital partner that's actually right for you? Like, how do you make that match? Well, I think that the, com the companies that are succeeding are not boiling the ocean. And so where we see these, um, say, multi, three, you know, three, four, five year, sometimes multi-billion dollar projects that involve thousands of people that are working on the project before we see any economic or social benefit. I mean, the fact is, it's kind of crazy. And people do fund these projects. I mean, a, a classic example is GE Digital, which is a you know seven billion dollar experiment, not experiment, uh, project to build a AI platform that turned out to be a complete disaster. Uh, the, the, the companies that seem to be succeeding on this at this are being where we have CEO driven initiatives to realize very real economic benefit within six to twelve months with relatively small teams. And whether we're talking about stochastic optimization of the supply chain or solving the customer churn problem or fraud detection, anti-money laundering, precision health, whatever it might be, I mean, we should have a relatively small team and they should be delivering a production solution within six to 12 months that offers significant economic benefit for the company and then do another and then do another and then do another rather than these large multi-year, multi-billion dollar boil the ocean projects that almost invariably end up in a lot of money spent and no benefit received. Tom Siebel, technology pioneer, CEO of C3.ai and author of Digital Transformation, Survive and Thrive in an Era of Mass Extinction. If somebody wants to connect with you, maybe they want to get a copy of your book, Tom, how can they do that? Well, there's two ways. There's a, one, there's a website called digital, digitaltransformation.ai that talks all about the book and you can read about it there or I think you can read the, the first chapter online uh, and order it if you like. And then I'm also reachable at, at uh, tsa.ai. Sounds good. Thanks again, Tom. And Thank if you, you guys want to find, yeah, absolutely. If you guys want to find more of my interviews, you can do that right here or go to tanyahall.net. Thanks for watching.